Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Once again, we want to bless you for a time like this. We magnify you, eternal Father, for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now, this time, we're continuing with our message last week. For those of you who are not here, we started talking about the levels of anointing. Say, levels of anointing. And last week, we dealt with foundational anointing. You know, we have foundational anointing, we have uncle level. Today, we're going to talk about uncle level anointing. Say, uncle level anointing. And next week, we'll talk about knee level anointing, and we'll talk about lungs level anointing, and then we'll talk about river anointing. When the anointing has become a river. Amen. And and the uh, the uncle level, just as you were told last week, the anointing could be measured. The only thing that you, I mean, there are some things you cannot see with your eyes, but it could be measured. Like wind. You cannot see wind, but you can measure. You cannot see heat, but you can measure. Amen. And so, the Spirit of God also measures the anointing. It is only Jesus that was giving the anointing without measure, according to John chapter 4, verse 34. Jesus received the anointing, it was Paul. But you and I, God keeps on measuring the anointing. And the anointing is like water. Sometimes it works like water. And Jesus said, those who believe in me, out of their belly will flow rivers of living waters. It flows and it becomes living. It continues. It's organic. It changes from one level to another. Amen. And last week, we talked about the foundational anointing. Who comes when you give your life to Jesus? The Bible says, as many as received him, they were given what? Power to become sons of God. To become sons of God. As many as received him. That is John chapter 1 verse 12. That's what we dealt with. Now let's go to the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 47. Now Ezekiel had a vision and saw the anointing as water flowing in the church, flowing at the outer side of the church. And the angel of the Lord was sent to measure the anointing. I'm reading from verse 1. Afterward, he brought me again into the door of the house. And behold, waters issue out from under the threshold 
of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood towards the east, and the water came down from under, from the right side of the house, and the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward, and led me about the way without unto the outer gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the uncles. Say, uncle level anointing. Now, when the anointing gets to the uncle level, it is powered by the Holy Spirit baptism. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Jesus told the disciples, you shall receive what power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you shall be my witnesses. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit baptism, it is very important that as a believer, you receive the Holy Spirit baptism. The Holy Spirit baptism comes to empower you so that you can have this living water that will continue on in your life. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is for all believers. Because Peter said in Acts 2 verse 38, let's read it. Acts 2 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And you know, so after you've received Christ, you've repented, given your life to Jesus, something, and you have been baptized, you've been immersed into water, something again. God wants to give you something else. Then you qualify. And the Bible says here, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. It comes with the power of God. And it makes the believer, you are transformed from a timid person to a very bold person. If you've been hiding as a believer, the Holy Spirit baptism through the power of God brings you to the forefront. You can speak. Sometimes people who knew me when I was a boy, when, when they hear me preaching and doing things, they, they begin to question, wow. Because 
I was the boy that you can come to a house, especially when you are a visitor. Unless you spend about two weeks, you will never hear me talking. So reserved. Amen. I was the type, I love talking to myself. I can be a teacher. As a boy, I talk to myself, I will teach myself A, B, C, with nobody. It's me alone. Amen. But you won't see me doing that in public. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes and it takes all fear away. You become bold in the things of God. You are not afraid of witches. You are not afraid of any power. Juju powers, you are not afraid anymore because the power of God has come. This is in addition to the power that you receive in the name of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit baptism is given to you for transformation of life. One, your character needs to be reformed. It comes, the Holy Spirit baptism, it comes and there is something we call the fruit of the Spirit. It becomes easy. And so as a believer, you take, you need to cultivate the fruit of the Spirit. And the Holy Spirit helps Maybe if you are the type that you were before, you were a brawler. You are the type, uh, you always fighting. The Holy Spirit comes, then it begins to calm you down. Turn with me to Galatians. Galatians, the book of Galatians chapter 5. Let's read from verse 16. This I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary. The one to the other. So that he cannot do the things that he will. You know the Holy Spirit comes. You begin to walk in the spirit. And then the works of the flesh will be done away. The works of the flesh like fornication. The Bible talk about it. Let's read it. Amen. Verse 18. But if he be led of the spirit, he are not under the law. 19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these? Adultery. You are married and you are having an affair. Whether man or woman. Fornication. You are not married, you are having sex. It's the spirit. I mean, it's the sin of fornication. Uncleanness, any kind of profane song you can sing it. Lasciviousness, 
you know, you, you, you love the things of the flesh. It is only things of your flesh you seek after. Not the spirit. You know, but, but naturally, before you are born again, you know, sometimes you do some of these things naturally. If you are not born again, you do it naturally. If you are not born again and, and you are married man, you take delight in seeking other girls. Having relationship, sexual relationship with other girls. If you are not married and you are not born again, you just go on sexual exploitation and exploration. But when you become born again, the Holy Spirit comes to help you to live your life as a child of God. And that is what the uncle level anointing does in your life. The uncle level anointing helps you to walk in the spirit. Amen. Adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, rout, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, and they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. When you are not born again, drinking comes. As well as those of us that live in the village, it becomes a social event. Because you see, drunkards. Demonstrating their skills and their gift all the time. So that is all you know. And you hear them singing, and if you're not careful, you'll be carried away by their songs. I just quite recently heard some song being played. It's an old drunkard songs. It's an old song. You live in the village. This is an old song. It's a cake song. Hallelujah. But the Holy Spirit comes. Even if you have a problem, it may be within your blood. Fornication may be within your blood. It may be in your family. It runs through the bloodline. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, God bless you. Anger, fighting. Could be in a family. There are family. I know certain family in my hometown. When you touch one, the whole family comes against you. And they will tell you, hey, yeah, yeah, and talk about you. Would they buy your devil bomuama? Hallelujah. But through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the power of God breaks it up. You submit yourself to God and you walk in the Spirit for the Spirit of God to take hold of you. And this is powered by the anoint, the ankle level anointing. You begin also to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. 
Say the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 22 of Galatians 5. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Amen. Joy. You need to have a joy in your life. If you are Christian and all the time you complaining, you are grieving all the time. There is a time to grieve when you lose a lost one. But it could not be continuous all the time. So after a while, the Holy Spirit comes to get things settled. Are you with me? Peace. You must have peace in your life. So if you don't have peace, and all the time you are striving, all the time you are fighting, all the time you have something against someone or somebody else has something against you, you can never have peace. And this comes through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Say peace. 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 Faith. You need faith to conquer your world. The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. And he that has come to God must believe that he is and he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hebrews 11, 6. So without faith, you will fail. First John chapter 4 verse 5. It says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. So without faith, you cannot succeed as a believer. Without faith, you cannot overcome your situation. Life comes with challenges. Storms break out. And sometimes you don't know what to do. You wake up in the morning, something new is waiting at you or staring at you. What do you do? It takes faith to take them on. In Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 20, God says, and I'll turn my face from them. Because they are a forward generation. A generation in whom there is no faith. So if you don't walk in faith, God will turn his face from you. So you see the benefit of receiving the Holy Spirit baptism. All this sin comes. That is the anointing by the Holy Spirit. You know, through the uncle level, you begin to walk into divine revelation. Say divine revelation. You speak in tongues and the tongue that you speak is not just for five minutes. God gave you the gift of speaking in tongues so that you can access divine revelation. Say divine revelation. Or divine secret. Or the mysteries of God. 
First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. He said, if any man speaks in unknown tongue, he does not speak to men, but to who? God. You speak to God. If you speak in an unknown tongue, you are speaking to who? God. First Corinthians chapter 14 verse 2. So you see, you can never get to God's secret. You can never uncover the secret of God without the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So if you're here, you've not received the Holy Ghost baptism, you need to come to the pastors who pray for you. It's through the Holy Ghost baptism you begin to assess divine secrets. It's through the Holy Ghost baptism that the seven different anointings or unctions of the Holy Spirit will be made available to you. Because it's carried by the Holy Spirit. So if you don't know him, number one, the Spirit of the Lord. Say the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord. There is a special mandate that the Spirit of the Lord carries. A special anointing to communicate to you as individual. According to Isaiah, let's go to Isaiah chapter 2 verse 11. Sorry, 11 verse 2. Isaiah 11 verse 2. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, number one. Then the spirit of what? Wisdom. And the spirit of understanding. And the spirit of counsel. And the spirit of might. And the spirit of knowledge. And the spirit of the fear of God. Seven. And they all come with a special unction, a special assignment. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Let's go back to that. Jesus answered and said unto him, no, verse 18, not 4, 8. Look. 4.18 The spirit of the Lord is what? Because he has anointed me. Number one to do what? You want to preach? You take the anointing of the spirit of the Lord to preach. Receive the anointing of the spirit of the Lord. I say receive the anointing of the spirit of the Lord. Receive the anointing of the spirit of the Lord. To preach the good news to the poor and to heal the brokenhearted people who are disappointed in life, people that the system have twisted aside and in and out. It takes the anointing of the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah! And to recover the sight to the blind. There are many people. They are alive. 
their eye, they have two eyes, but they cannot see. They walked, but they cannot see. Taking wrong decisions, walking into wrong places, because and when the anointing of the Spirit of the Lord comes, your eyes will be open. He gives you here, enlightens your eyes, and gives you eyes to see things properly. Amen. Then to preach what? Deliverance. It takes the spirit of the Lord to cast out demons. The anointing to cast out demons comes through the anointing of the spirit of the Lord. And to preach at the acceptable year of the Lord. You know, it helps you to know what to do at a particular time. One of the problems of many of us believers is sometimes we are late. Or sometimes we go ahead of God. But you need to. One of the gifts that help David to, uh, for his kingdom to really be established, he had people, the sons of Issachar. They had anointing that they know what Israel ought to do at a particular time. You must know what to do at a particular time. You must know your season. You may know you are running out of season. And so you must do something else. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Say the spirit of the Lord. Then you come to the spirit of wisdom. You can have the spirit of the Lord. You can preach powerfully, heal the sick, cast out demons, but you are not wise. It's possible. And so, you need to also engage the spirit of wisdom. It helps you to run your life well. It helps you to handle your marriage, handle your business, handle your ministry, make choice decisions and how to manage yourself. So if you lack wisdom, engage the spirit of what? Understanding. Say spirit of understanding. Give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. Hallelujah. Then apart from that we have the spirit of understanding. So it's possible you are a wise person. You have the spirit of wisdom operating. But you lack what? Understanding. There are wise people. Scholars. Professors. But they lack understanding. You may be a businessman. Or you are good in moving things here and there. But you lack an old man, a very old woman. He adopted my mother as his daughter. And he used to teach my mom about business, how to make business deals. And this man said, early morning, she would go around all the shops, the friend, as if he's greeting. I'm greeting you, how are you? And you've been sparring their prices. 
Then he'll go back and make little adjustment to his prices. If this person is selling the same thing, this small adjustment. By two, she will still go around with the standard back. So people say, oh, Papa, we were drunk. This man, he's operating with. I was not operating with a drug. It is simple having understanding what I need to do. May God give you understanding. I say, may God give you understanding. You know, there are some people, little thing, if you are just explaining, they can't just understand. But they have degrees. When it comes to position, they have them. But they lack understanding. If you lack understanding, engage the spirit of understanding. Say the spirit of understanding. Come to my life. In the name of Jesus. Help me to make the right decisions. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Then spirit of counsel. You can have the spirit of the Lord. You can be you can have the spirit of wisdom and understanding, but you lack what? Counsel. Counsel simply go this way, turn right, go that way, you'll be there. A certain man was so powerful. He can lift loads. He was giving gold. I read this in a book. A gold at a certain size. And there was a small door this man needed to walk in with the gold. Then the gold will become his. He carried that thing. Go to the door. Try that because he was powerful. He carried it, trying to push it. He tried, he tried, he tried. He couldn't. He got so frustrated. Then, an old lady came. So, what are you trying to do? He said, I'm trying to take this gold into this room. And as soon as I get there, the gold will become mine. And I'll become richer than ever. Then the old lady said, Oh, but the way you are carrying it, you can't turn it this way and first move with the legs. When it gets in, you come to this position, turn it this way and turn it that way. So he followed the instructions of the old lady. And just push the thing here and there. Ah, I'm stronger than this old lady. Why is it that I couldn't do what this old lady told me? So if you, you are somebody who refuses instructions, you cannot walk with the spirit of counsel. May God give you counsel. I say, may God give you a cancer. Hallelujah. Then we come to the spirit of mind. The 
Spirit of might is warrior anointing. While you take your grounds against demonic forces, against the powers of darkness, and you say, no way, in the name of Jesus, I overthrow you. David had the anointing of the might, but his son Solomon had what? The anointing of wisdom. David fought throughout his kingdom. Someone came. He was just enjoying. Because he had what? Wisdom. May God give you might. I say, may God give you might. May God give you might. David nearly even lost it. He didn't have the understanding that Goliath, you know, he killed Goliath with catapult and a stone. But he didn't know that the giants, they have upgraded their weapons. So one day he went to battle with the old staff and he nearly died. Sometimes when time moves on, at a time people are using Instagram and uh, what? WhatsApp and Facebook. You are still carrying it around. Brodo show. You need to flow with the time. Put your hands together for the Lord. And then the spirit of knowledge. What you don't know, you don't know. These days, many people have stopped reading. And it's a dangerous thing. When you stop reading, you stop knowing, you start dying. Whether you're a pastor, you must not stop reading. You must not stop knowing. Knowledge is very vital. The Bible says, for my people are destroyed for lack of what? Knowledge. May the spirit of knowledge come upon you. Then the last one. The spirit of the fear of the Lord. Many Christians have issue. Without the spirit of the fear of God, the anointing of the fear of the Lord. You can be a powerful preacher. You can cast out demons. You can become a powerful prophet, but you have no integrity. You can lie. You can do anything. From pulpit, you're sleeping with other people's wives, and you have no conscience. The spirit of the fear of the Lord is an anointing. When you see that you are weak in a certain way, engage him. Help me, Spirit of God. I mean, I see that I'm weak. When I'm having an interaction with women, I, I get some problem. Spirit of the fear of the Lord, help me. Maybe you came to the Lord, you have a background of stealing. Now you are in the Lord. You see other people's mobile phone and money, and then you begin to move. It, it moves you. Oh, you take this one. This is a brother stealing. It's not, it's not like the other one. Amen. So you engage the spirit of what? The fear of God. 
covering from my wickedness. Help me to walk right. And as you do that, you are operating with the anchor level and not. The Holy Spirit comes with comfort. He's your comforter. He's your counselor. In time of trouble, run to him. Holy Spirit, I need you. Comfort me. Help me. I need to stand on my feet. I'm confused. The Holy Spirit will uphold you. May God give you wisdom. May the Holy Spirit cover you. Receive the anointing of the Spirit of the Lord. I command the anointing of the Spirit of wisdom to come unto you. Receive the anointing of the Spirit of understanding. Receive the anointing of spirit of counseling. Receive the anointing of the spirit of mind. So that anything that is against you, you'll be able to pull it down by the might of God. In the name of Jesus, receive the spirit of knowledge. In the name of Jesus. If you have a weakness, receive the anointing of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. May God keep you. And preserve you in Jesus' name. Amen. And you